Welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about the Friday night of footy we are about to have in round 12. Uh, the first game is the Roosters v the Dragons. And, you know, looking at this game, always a tight one between the Dragons and the Roosters. If you look at some of the stats that are going into this game, in 48 games played against each other, the Roosters have won 26 uh, and the Dragons have won 21 of those. Now, in the past two games, Obviously, the Roosters have won a big one um, two games ago. 54 to 26 uh, was the scoreline in July of last year. Uh, and then, obviously, in the last game, which was only a few weeks ago, the 25th of April, uh, the Roosters beat the Dragons by 1.27-26. So, you can imagine that this one is going to be a bit of a tight one. Look, the Dragons have got a lot on their plate at the moment, obviously. The coach has been sacked, Anthony Griffin. Uh, the assistant coach is... Uh, you know, appointed the head coach uh, at the moment. Obviously, a big in for the Dragons is Zach Lomax. He comes back into the centres at left centre. I believe he was left centre when he was taken out of this team. I imagine he'll go back into that left centre role. Um, yeah, look, I mean, in terms of other ins in this team, we've got Francis Molo returning as well. He's going to be playing in the lock forward role in the number 18 jersey. Um, and then, you know, other than that, there really isn't too many changes. As for the Sydney Roosters, though, some big outs. Obviously, Jared is a late, uh, you know, late out for the Sydney Roosters. He uh, obviously suffered an injury to his pec, and he's going to be out for for at least uh, three to maybe even six weeks. So he's going to be out for a little stretch there. And he has been this season quite frequently just out of games, uh, you know, with a little niggle here and there. But this one seems to be a bit more serious. Manu, he's going to be out for the next potentially four to six weeks with a ankle injury. Thank God no contact with the syndesmosis, uh, but he will be out. Now, I know you, you know what you're thinking. Why isn't Sam Walker back in this team? Well, he actually uh, had strained his ACL. Now, it's not a tear, so thank God for that. If it was a tear, he'd be out for about a year, but it's only a strain. So lucky for Sam Walker, uh, he'll only be out for about four or five weeks, maybe just over that, depending on the extent of the sprain. Uh, but lucky it's a sprain and not a tear. Drew Hutchison goes into the seven jersey. Luke Keary goes back to six. I actually like that because Chacho, it seems when he comes into this team, whether it's off the bench, whether it's at halfback, whether it's at hooker. He generally adds a bit of direction into this team, particularly at stages last year when the Roosters lacked that composure, when they were a bit more of a frantic side. Um, You know, he gave them a lot of direction. I imagine he's going to do a similar job here for the Roosters at halfback. Uh, We've also got Nathan Brown potentially set to make his club debut as well uh, for the Sydney Roosters. Yes, that's Nathan Brown of old boy from Parramatta Reels fame. Uh, He will be making his Roosters debut off the bench here and I'm very very excited to see how he goes Uh, obviously in new colors I didn't think I'd see him leave the Parramatta Reels but he's obviously at the Sydney Roosters he's been doing okay in reserve grade and he finally gets a crack for the Roosters in this one and I love the uh, pick of Nathan Brown here because from what we know about Nathan Brown yes he's not the biggest forward on the planet but uh, you know he plays much bigger than he is and uh, that can be a great thing when going up a very physical side 
side like the Dragons. Uh, I love this inclusion here of Nathan Brown. Uh, Nat Butcher is coming off the bench for the first time in a while. Egan Butcher's back and starting over Nat Butcher, which is a very interesting move uh, front from Trent Robinson. Silly Tupanua also gets a start uh, in the back row, which is obviously why Nat Butcher has been pushed to the bench. And it's an interesting call because Tilly Tupanua has been great coming through the middle uh, and, you know, playing in that sort of role for this Roosters team going through the middle. I've really enjoyed watching him going through the middle, to be honest, and very surprised they've pushed him into a starting edge role. Could he be playing 80 minutes? I'm not sure. We'll have to wait and see. In terms of who replaces Jared Maria Hargreaves, it is Matt Lodge going into the starting front row role, obviously making room for Nathan Brown. Now, this is one to watch because Jake Turpin has been dropped to reserve grade before, just before kickoff. Sander Smith, he's number 18 um, going into this game, and I'm very, very keen to see if he gets a late crack or is a late in into this team. Uh, smaller body like Luke Curie, but he is a halfback. He can also play hooker. Uh, was playing in the trials and he looked very, very impressive. So he's going to be a guy that I'm going to be keeping an eye on if he does become a late inclusion into this game. And I'm really hoping he does because he's very, very impressive. Uh, he can make a real impact in this side if he wants to. So Sandon Smith, uh, the number 18, uh, really talented footballer. And I'd love to see him get a crack in this team as well. Uh, you know, maybe over Jake Turpin. Jake Turpin can play both in the halves and at hooker, but Sandon Smith, I just think that he deserves a crack and I'd love to see him get a crack in this team. If that means that Jake Turpin is ruled out, then so be it. I'd love to see Sander Smith get a crack. He's an absolute freak. Other than that, though, for the Roosters, there aren't too many changes. Uh, the only guys that come in are obviously Nathan Brown and Egan Butcher. But let's go through the lineups in their entirety. Uh, we have Tyrell Sloan for the Dragons at fullback. Uh, Matthew Fagai and Michaeli Ravalawa on the wings. Moses Sawley and Zach Lomax in the centres. Talatau Amon and Ben Hunt in the halves. Chuck DeBellin and Blake Laurie in the front row with Jacob Little back in first grade. Thank God. Uh, he's back in first grade now and he is at nine. Um, Jack Bird and Jaden Sua in the back row with Francis Molo at 13. Uh, and then we have Jaden Sullivan, Toby Couchman, Ben Murdoch Masilla and Josh Kerr on the bench there for the Dragons. Now, um, obviously, thank God that Jacob Little and Zach Lomax are back in first grade. Zach Lomax, though, I was watching that reserve grade game against the Knights. It wasn't his best performance. It wasn't his best performance, um, you know, from I think it was 12 or 13 runs. He only had run for about uh, 60 to 70 metres. So, um it was probably averaging around, I think it was 15 meters a set or maybe just less than that, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but it's not the best either, especially for a top grade center who was considered for origin last year. It's not really the stat you'd be expecting for him. Uh, he ended up running for a lot more than that in reserve grade, Zach Lomax, but it definitely wasn't the best performance I've seen from him in reserve grade. He was a bit unorthodox as well. He was throwing some really questionable passes, uh, making a few errors as well, um, but he gets a crack back in this first grade side. He is a first grader. He deserves to be a first 
first grader. Uh, and thank God he's back in this Dragons team. Little, though, he had a fucking blinder in New South Wales Cup. He looked dangerous every time he got the ball. He scored a try as well. Uh, super, super dangerous. I think that he definitely deserves to be back in this side. And a lot of Dragons fans were calling for him to be back in this side as well. Jacob Little. Um, Jack Bird moving back to the edge is actually a big move that uh, not a, not many people would realize. Obviously, he's been playing 13 for the past few weeks, but he's gone back to the edge. Molo at 13 is definitely the one that I'm going to be watching because it's not a move that I really would have pulled. He's not really a ball-playing uh, middle forward, but very keen to see how he goes in that 13 sort of role because he is quite mobile for his size. As for the Sydney Roosters, though, we have James Tedesco at fullback, Corey Allen, Jackson Paolo on the wings, uh, Joseph Suali'i and Billy Smith in the centres. And really, I think this is Joseph Suali's um, last chance to sort of put on a show against the Dragons here uh, and maybe get Freddie to consider having him in this Origin squad. Um, you know, his form over the past few weeks has been questionable. Hopefully, he can pull something out of the hat here and have a big game at centre. Otherwise, for me, I'd probably move him back to the wing. I think that uh, centre hasn't worked over the past few weeks. Probably would move him back to the wing and just see how that goes, but the form over the past few weeks has been quite questionable. Don't know if pressure's getting to him or what's going on, uh, but he hasn't been playing the best football, Joseph Suarez and definitely not the football that we we know he's capable of. Uh, Hayes in the centers with Billy Smith. Uh, we have Luke Keary, Drew Hutchison in the halves. Lindsay Collins and Matt Lodge in the front row. Brandon Smith at nine. Egan Butcher, Satili Tupanua in the back row. Victor Radley at 13. Uh, Jake Turpin, Nat Butcher, Angus Crichton, and J- uh, Nathan Brown, sorry, on the bench for the Sydney Roosters. Don't know why that was so hard to say. As I said, Sanders Smith, 18th man, definitely one to watch. Could be a late inclusion. Now, uh, for the Dragons. As I said, a lot going on during the week. Uh, I know Ben Hunt isn't really happy with how the situation of Anthony Griffin being sacked was handled. Um, from As far as I know and from what I've heard, they, most of the players found out at a press conference. Uh, most of them found out being sat down and being told. Uh, there was a lot of different sort of things that had come out about how the players were told. But, um, you know, I think The main thing was the fact that Ben Hunt was very unhappy with how the whole situation was handled. And and rightly so. I mean, obviously, Ben Hunt and Anthony Griffin have a bit of a connection. Uh, Anthony Griffin's known Ben Hunt since he was quite young. uh, And, you know, they have that little special bond there, uh, the player-coach sort of bond. Uh, And obviously, Ben Hunt would be feeling it right now, and it'd be a tough time for Ben Hunt. Uh, But he's got to show that in his footy. He's got to play a big game against the Sydney Roosters. They're not the favourites by any stretch, the Dragons even though it is at Jubilee Stadium. You know, the Dragons are definitely not the favourites here. Um, You know, there's a lot of things coming out about them in the media. It's very similar to what happened to the Broncos only last year. And obviously in the preseason this year, there was a lot of things coming out in the media about the Broncos. Uh, But they really need to do turn it around, the Dragons. They really need to turn it around because if they don't, it could be the end of their season. They could, uh, you know, move into Wooden Spoon territory here. I think it's six losses now on the trot. 
Uh, it's not good at all. Not good at all. Um, you know, as for the Roosters here, it's probably going to be a similar game plan to what they've been trying to implement over the past few weeks. A very conservative game of football. Get to your kick. Uh, solid kick chase and defend. Uh, and obviously, you know, look as strong as you can in attack as well. It's going to be off the back of the forwards. Obviously, Matt Lodge and Lindsay Collins. Matt Lodge last week was sensational. Even in a big loss against the Panthers, I thought he was fantastic. Collins pushing for an origin spot, maybe even a starting origin spot as well. He's going to be playing some awesome football. Brandon Smith, at dummy half, is going to be insane. His defense, I think, against this Dragon side is going to be a big thing. Defense through the middle for the Roosters is going to be massive, especially after they led in a lot of tries against the Panthers last week. They want, they're definitely going to want to improve on their defense from last week. Egan Butcher back, I think, is massive. You know, he's had some pretty big games over the past few weeks. Him and Nat Butcher, their defense has been super solid, making 40, 50, 50 plus tackles in games. Uh, Nat Butcher, I know, made 60 tackles last week, which is pretty insane. Uh, you know, that's going to be a big thing. And I think that's why Nat Butcher is actually on the bench, maybe to be brought on in the middle for his defense. I think that's the plan here from Trent Robinson going into this one. Uh, but very keen to see how this Rooster side goes. I think it's going to be off the back of their forwards and Hacho with his kicking game and as I said, when he comes into this team he does implement a sense of direction. I think that's going to be the main game plan for the Roosters. Direction, smart footy, conservative footy, which again, you know, at the start of the year we definitely wouldn't have said is a Roosters trait but over the past few weeks they've really uh, you know, dialed down their, um, you know, over the top style of play. Uh, I think with Sam Walker going that was a big thing to happen because I think that Sam Walker always used to go for the high percentage play uh, and never, you know, maybe 20%, 30%, maybe even 40% pushing it of the time it would it would come off. But uh, a lot of the time there was passes going out on the full, missing Daniel Tupo and stuff like that, just simple things uh, that Sam Walker was getting wrong and obviously needs to go to reserve grade and work on that and he's injured at the moment, so can't come in anyway. Uh, but Hacho, as I said, comes in, brings a sense of direction. I think that's going to be the main thing for the Roosters. I think they win. I think they win 1-12. to I think it's going to be a tight one, as it always is against the Dragons. Uh, but the Roosters get the job done for me. 1-12. to Anytime try scorers... Um, look, I love Billy Smith as an anytime try scorer. I went with him last week. Should have won. He did end up putting the ball over the line. The try was overturned due to an obstruction. Uh, hopefully, he can redeem himself and score a try in this one. Running up against Moses Sully, it's a bit of a gamble, but I am going to go for Billy Smith to score a try. Um, as for the Dragons, look, looking at this lineup, who's the most likely guy to score a try? It is Michaeli Ravalauer. Uh, running up against Corey Allen, I think Ravalauer gets a try. So, I'm taking Michaeli Ravalauer. I'm taking Billy Smith, and I'm going to take the Roosters one to 12. Now, as for the next game, uh, the Rabbitohs v. the Eels. Again, another tight one um, for your Friday. Um, yeah, look, I mean, a massive out for the Eels is Sean Lane. You can sense a bit of timidness in his game over the past few weeks. Sean Lane, obviously, coming back from a jaw injury, it's pretty daunting to go back out there, um, you know, and, you know, go back to contact again, especially when, you know, in the back of your mind, you've just come back from this injury. Sorry about that. Jesus Christ. Um, obviously just come back from an injury um, especially a jaw injury uh, it is a bit daunting to come back go back into contact um, you know and in the back of your mind is always that thought of fuck I could get injured again Uh, it's a very daunting sort of thing to come back from uh, and obviously it's cost him a hamstring injury uh, which is going to 
make him be out for the next six to eight weeks, which is very unfortunate for Sean Lane. Uh, he's a guy that we predicted to make origin at the start of the year as well. And uh, obviously injury wasn't his friend this year. But over the next few years, you know, if he gets back to the form that he was in before, I think he's definitely a shout for origin over the next few years, Sean Lane. Uh, and I'd be very, very keen to see it. You know, as for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, it's pretty much an unchanged lineup here. Uh, the only main difference is that Blake Taff is wearing the 14 and Daniel uh, Saluka Fafita uh, is in the, on the bench there, sorry, for the Rabbitohs. Jed Cartwright is the only one that's out and obviously um, Saluka Fafita comes in for um, uh, Jed Cartwright there on the bench and obviously it was pretty gnarly what happened to Jed Cartwright. It also gives them a bit of room for Blake Taff to play that 14 role uh, and I'm very keen to see how they use Blake, Blake Taff off the bench. I don't think he got many minutes, if any, for the Rabbitohs last week. Hopefully he gets included in this game this week but they've still got a pretty gnarly bench uh, in terms of forwards coming off the bench here. Jairo, Liam Knight, Daniel Saluka Fafita. A very strong bench there for South Sydney. Going up a param- against a Paramount a real side uh, who's got some pretty gun forwards of their own. Wiramu Greg, Junior Bolo, uh, Andrew Davey, Bryce Cartwright, Jermaine Hopgood. Uh, you know, it's got a pretty dangerous forward pack there. Ofehiki Ogden and obviously Ryan Madison, Makayasi Makatoa coming off the bench as well for the Parramatta Reels. A pretty dangerous bench for them. Um, yeah, the forward... The forward pack for both sides is going to be the main factor in this game for both teams, I think. Um, Tavita Tatola pushing for an origin spot, particularly off the bench. I think that's where he'd be best suited in origin as well. Uh, he's pushing for an origin spot. Paolo is pushing pushing for an origin spot as well. Uh, I think Paolo is almost an incumbent, but you know, still pushing for that spot. Uh, Jermaine Hopgood maybe pushing for a Queensland origin spot as well. Uh, we sort of predicted him to be in and around the squad uh, at the start of the year, and then we sort of slept on him a little bit, but he's definitely capable of pushing for the squad. He's had a pretty terrific year. Uh, if you look at his stats sheet, it is pretty impressive. Um, very, very keen to see how he goes in this, in this game, really going up against a Premier 13 in Cameron Murray. That's going to be a very interesting battle. Speaking of battles, you also got the battle of Latrell Mitchell and Clint Gutherson at fullback as well. That is going to be awesome. Tane Milner v. Mike Acevo, that's going to be awesome as well. Fuck, there's some awesome battles here. Uh, even Moses v. Ilias, Cody Walker v. Dylan Brown. And speaking of Mitch Moses, you can't uh, go past Mitch Moses without announcing that he has re-signed uh, until the end of 2026 and has an option uh, for 2028. So very, very keen uh, to see what he does over the next few years but you know as far as the actual deal is going he has a deal up until the end of 2026 and then obviously that option uh, to go up until 2028 as well so congratulations to Mitch Moses congratulations to the Eels for finally getting that all sorted there was a lot of rumors that he was going to leave um, and obviously they've sorted that quite well now, in terms of the stats sheet, head-to-head, uh, both of these sides have played 38 games against each other. Uh, the Rabbitohs have won 20 of those. The Parramatta Reels have won 17. Over the past two games, South Sydney has won both. Uh, last time, Parramatta were at home. Then, obviously, South Sydney won 26-0, uh, and that was obviously in August last year. And then July last year, Rabbitohs won 38. 
to 12. So Rabbitohs have won the past two. In terms of the full guide, uh, form guide, sorry, the Rabbitohs are obviously on a bit of a streak at the moment. I think it's about seven game win streak now for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Sitting comfortably at the top of the table as well. Love that for my boys at South Sydney. Uh, as for the Eels, they're coming off two straight losses. Um, and obviously this season, they've had four from 11 wins this season. South Sydney, eight from 11. So pretty impressive there for South Sydney winning 73% of their games. Uh, in terms of wins at this venue, though, very interestingly, uh, the Parramatta Reels have a 43% chance of winning at this venue, 12 from 28, uh, whereas the Rabbitohs have a 30 out of 92 games won at this venue, so 33%. And guess where that is? That is at uh, Allianz Stadium. So very, very keen to see uh, if the stats hold up here. We could be in for an Eels upset, uh, and I pretty scared to say that as a South fan and hopefully I haven't jinxed myself but uh, let's see how we go. For the Rabbitohs we have Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Alex Johnston and Tane Milne on the wings Isaiah Tass and Campbell Graham in the centres, Cody Walker, Lockie Elias in the halves, Savita Sola and Hamo Sele in the front row, Damian Cook at nine, Michael Cheekham and Jacob Host in the back row, Cam Murray at 13, Blake Taff, Jairo, Liam Knight, Daniel Saifidi on the bench there for the South Sydney Rabbitohs for uh, the Paramount Reels. We have Gutho at fullback, Mike Sevo and Sean Russell on the wings, Will Penasini and Bailey Simonson in the centres. Dill Brown, Mitch Moses in the halves, Wurimu Gregg and Junior Paolo in the front row, Josh Hodson at nine, Bryce Cartwright, Andrew Davey in the back row, Jermaine Hopgood at 13. Off a Hickey Ogden, uh, we have Brendan Hands, Ryan Madison, and Makaisi Makatoa on the bench there for the Eels. In terms of who wins this one, look, South Sydney have won the past two. In fact, they've won this season the past six or seven games. Uh, so they're on a bit of a streak. I'm going with the Rabbitohs. I'm going with the Rabbitohs 1-12. to 12. I think it's going to be a tight game. Moses is going to take some confidence after just re-signing with his club, the Parramatta Reels. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting game, but I have got the South Sydney Rabbitohs winning this one, one to twelve. Anytime try scorers, uh, I'm going to go with Campbell Graham. Stretch, get a try before Origin. Uh, why not? And then obviously um, for the Eels, I'm going to go with anytime try scorers for the Eels. I don't mind Mike Casivo. Why don't you keep it simple? Keep it simple on Big Liz's leg. That's what we do. Campbell Graham and Mike Sevo as anytime try scorers. Uh, very, very attracted to that bet. I reckon it's a very good one for this game. Gamble responsibly. Super keen for both of these games. They're going to be very tight clashes. Well,